growth and wealth building, any topic under the sun dealing with life. It is meant to be as if you're a fly on the wall listening to two people, three people, or a group of people just discussing various life topics and really having real discussions. I want people to learn from it. And that's how I envision this podcast. So everybody sit back and listen to the next episode of The Business of Life. This is The Business of Life, podcast hosted by yours truly, Gerald Cross. I have the very, very talented Raven Reed here with me today. She has done many, many things. Wrote the book, Delilah Loves Divination. You know, she's a dancer, tarot card reader. She was an elementary school teacher. I mean, she has done so many things. That's just tip of the iceberg. Like, she <laughs> has done so many things. So, great to have you here, Thank Raven. you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining me. Um, so... Real quick, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself, things you're doing, and how'd you get started? Sure. So I am Raven. I am a business owner. I own a multifaceted company. I write children's books. I also read tarot cards. And I am also a dancer slash choreographer. Um, I have been doing most of these things for over two years. However, I have been dancing for about 23. Nice. Nobody <laughs> asked me how old I am. Um, <laughs> uh, however, uh, I do. Uh, yeah. I write children's books and I um, teach and it's there's a lot that I do. <laughs> nice. Might be your lawyer too. Oh, that's right. Lawyer. She got a law degree? I got my bachelor's. Oh, I work bachelor's. for a law firm. Okay, got it. yet the lawyer status. Right, but that's still, that's amazing. Like a hell of an accomplishment, and, you know, doing oh, so many things. You. So we appreciate having you here on this podcast. And we're going to learn all about her and we're going to learn about her book. She's going to tell us about, you know, uh, how she, uh, what it's about. She's going to tell us about what it took her, how long it took her to write it and what she went through and just getting to the point to being able to have that and also about her, her dancing and what, everything that she in the tarot reading. So we're going to get into all that with her. Oh, yeah. It's time to get into the tea. That's right. Okay. That's right. So I spent a lot of it dancing. However, there was still so much more things that I wanted to do that I could do. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was my dad that was like, why don't you write a book? And he had suggested writing a book about my time teaching. Mm. I started that book, and then my laptop broke. <laughs> oh, wow. So um, I got into um, divination from uh, my late sister, Brittany Spivey. She mm-hmm. passed away about two years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank yeah. you. She was, um, she, was like a, she was very into divination, card reading, crystals, and it uh, taught me just a lot about myself, about her, about the world, about how we see the world. Right. And so... Um, when I wrote the book, it was because I'd never seen anything like that. Mm. Um, usually when you tell people you're into divination, you're into crystals, they kind of think like, don't hex me. Mm. Um, but it was more so a book about um, self-belonging, right. self-love, and just knowing who you are, feeling confident in who right. you are. Right. Um, and I think that Delilah portrays that a lot, especially with her mom. Mm. Did, did your mom have an inspiration? Did you? Because did, 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 I'm reading it, I'm like, okay, was it? Did, did it kind of like one of those self telling a little bit of some things that happened in my uh, life? Yeah. She, um, my mom's always been my um, 
educator. She was my yeah. sixth and seventh grade English teacher, oh, wow. nice. Mrs. Bree. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so she did kind of inspire a, um, mm-hmm. a love for reading and writing in me. So it's right. important for me. Yeah, to, no worries. Yeah. It was important for me to include her in the book. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Love that. <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty great, right there. Yeah, she loves it. She so, likes it so much. So, so how does the um, story go? I mean, I read it, of course. But so, let me s- oh, see gotcha. if I can sum- <laughs> summarize. So, okay, I'm reading it. First of mm-hmm. all, I noticed like, okay, the cover art, um, pretty great. You Thank know, it looks you. good, and I see the tarot cards. You know, because you know, of course, at first, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read. I don't. I didn't know exactly what divination was oh, yeah. before I read it, and I didn't know exactly what the tarot cards mean. Oh, meant. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm curious to start reading it and mm-hmm. going through it. Um, so it's pretty interesting how it just kind of like goes through how basically she's learning about tarot cards and the meaning and, you know, um, she's had a vision, uh, right, of, mm-hmm. or a dream of her grandmother. Yes. Um, and, Grandma Bailey, who uh-huh. I inspired from my father's mother. Really? Because um, she does. She, I know it sounds crazy, y'all, I swear. Mm-hmm. She does She does talk to me in my dreams a lot, you right. know, and okay. so in the sense, I guess, that Delilah is innocence me. Right. Um, Grandma Bailey actually um, represents me in a lot of ways mm-hmm. as well, really? um, which you'll find out more towards the second book, um, mm-hmm. because Grandma Bailey is actually a ballerina. She's a dancer. Really? Um, and so I oh. do tell a lot of my story through her as well. Wow. So I think every time I write um, one of these books, a lot of it is inspired by something that I did go Nice. Through. I feel like that's a good way because I remember when I was in a long time ago when I was in school and I had to write some short story based off of like the Titanic or something. And then I found I was like, you know what? Let me just use characters in my name. Let me make them how I, I'm thinking. Right. I'll use like things that happen in my life a little bit to kind of. I'm like, it makes it easier to change the name. Exactly. Or not change the name, but you can come up with a. You know, for me, that's a really good way of writing. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not a writer, so I don't know what <laughs> the best ways to write. But um, best stories, most honest stories are your own, you know. So tell me, tell me some more. So uh, we're not giving away the whole book. We want people to buy the book, so we, oh, <laughs> we're not gonna just... read the whole thing. So in summary, um, Delilah is just this five-year-old girl. She's just um, living her best life, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she has a dream one night, and in the dream. Um, it's her and her grandmother in this mm. garden, and her grandma's like, "Are you ready?" When mm. she wakes up, the tarot card that used the tarot card deck that mm-hmm. used to belong to her grandmother is lighting up on her dresser. Oh, lighting up! Oh. Yes. So when she wakes up in the morning, she runs into her mom's room. She's like, "Mom!" Mm. Only to find her mom holding a picture of Grandma Baby wow. on the bed. Yeah. It turns out they had the same dream. Mm. So um, Delilah, you know, gets curious and. Rightfully so, her mother is like, okay, it's time to explain some things to you. And so mm. uh, mom and Delilah, they sit down and they talk about just the importance of beauty and the importance of self-love right. and uh, growth and nice. being who you are. And then in the end, Grandma Bailey comes in the window and she sees that. it all. Nice. And um, it just was a good intro to me to yeah. um, divination because again, when people think about divination, they think of, you know, evil or mm. you know, we're not supposed to do that. Like right. we're not supposed to have that. But why? Why not? Why right. not um, instill something in children that right. is meant to teach them their worth? Right. Okay. No, that's that's beautiful, and and I like. I think it's a good way to like introduce people to it, just in, a, in an instant way. Like okay, through children and like showing them. 
how it could be, you know, a good thing. Um, so tell me what, like, how long did something like this take you? Like <gasps> writing, firing, editing? Uh, I mean, I, cause I hear sometimes like with books or any kind of books, it might, the publishing and trying to get it out. I don't know how that works. So it how does was, that work? It was some work. Yeah. It was some work. Um, I originally started with the concept around 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I finished the book. Uh, sometime in 2021. Sorry, the last thing we were talking about, you were just grabbing your, your great book. Um, I'm always curious, I'm like, how long does it take to do this? Like, I hear some people say it takes years or something like yes. that. So yes, I did. I did start the concept in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. I finished towards 2021. Um, towards the summer, I believe, closer to May or June is when mm-hmm. I started to look at how I was going to publish the book, whether mm-hmm. I was going to go self-publish, whether I was going to um, go with a publishing company. But that, I think, was the hardest thing because there's so much marketing involved. There's so much promotion involved. Right. There's so much um, illustrations and designs. Yeah. And so um, I did choose to move forward through Amazon Publishing. Um, nice. But I did, my illustrator... Um, he came from a small company. I believe it was called King's Design. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was extremely patient with me because one right. thing about me is when I'm a, when I'm tense, I'm not the kindest person, oh. <laughs> but he was the kindest person right. and he, uh, did work with me really hard on my illustrations. Um, yeah. he had to start over before I've right. had him change clothes as he was finished before I am extremely picky. Right. Um, but <laughs> towards the end, um, I had the book. And I think the next part of it was being able to market it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I yeah. did release it through Amazon, uh, which right. is mostly where you can get it. And then also I did release it through a black-owned app called Mariah. Oh. It is, um, it's the same as Amazon, but they only uh, sell from black vendors. Oh, nice. Um, and so I do sell my book there at a discount. Uh, mm. The marketing is hard. I do it myself, Amazon, mm-hmm. Google. Um, by the time social I was, media too you, yes right right because that's always a big big way to get stuff out <laughs> absolutely and word of mouth being right. that I have so many occupations um, it is easy not easy but it's easy to sell myself right you know or yeah. say hey you know I, I did this or hey right. I do this right. and um, I think that's the important thing of being an adult is mm-hmm. uh, just being able to speak for yourself and advocate for what right. you do that, that's so great like I mean because like word of mouth is big too, like in all those different forms, right? The social media, the marketing. Because I'm still work even with my podcast, I'm still trying to learn marketing. Because oh yeah, you know, so far like I do what you said, I go on mm-hmm. like TikTok, I'll go to yeah. Instagram, I'll put different stuff to friends and family and other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, pretty great. Like I heard about it word of mouth uh, when I met you yeah, uh, at the bar. Like you, I heard you, I overheard you telling somebody, oh yeah, I wrote Talk a book, to the girl, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, I always want to, I want to write a book eventually myself too and i yeah. you know and i'm always curious of the process and then you know i just heard different things i'm like oh yeah that would be good to you know maybe do a podcast learn about that there's because because there's somebody out there yes. i like to think of it like i want to think of it like the person listening is like the younger mm-hmm. me like mm-hmm. if i was 10 12 whatever years old listening right now um there's so many things that um like listen i'm like man i wish i knew that or right. now they're hearing it now they can know at an early age like oh wait a minute 
and you telling your story of how you grew up, there's going to be somebody that relates like, oh, man, I'm just like her. She started at this age. She did this. I could do this, too, you know, and it it helps inspire people that maybe um, because I think in life, a lot of times you get um, people set like limiting beliefs. Yes, we were um, just talking about that, yeah, my mother and I. We yeah. were. In the <laughs> nice, car. right? Yeah. See, so it was just like, you know, because in, in me, I remember I had a lot of limited beliefs when I was growing up. I mean, I thought yeah. I could be things, and I thought I could be whatever, but I, I didn't. Certain amount of level, I was like, yeah, I can't. I see, I saw certain things. I couldn't be that. Right. Like before yeah. Obama became president, I'm like, we can't be president, right. whatever. That and ceiling like, was there. Right. And, oh, yeah. And at birth, when he became president, that opened up. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's for eight years there were kids that were born from you know seeing a black president. That's all they knew right, for the right. first eight years. So that's mm-hmm. that 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 is that's huge. That's yes. you know what I mean. So, um, and I totally a hundred percent agree with that because I will say that as a child, my mm-hmm. parents, I had no siblings. There was nothing I couldn't do. Right. Well, you could talk good. to my mom right now. She's gonna tell you that <laughs> if I wanted to go be a surgeon tomorrow, I'd be the best surgeon that's, that she ever met. That's amazing. However, there aren't a lot. Of opportunities for that and mm-hmm. so as somebody who had that I want nothing more than to give that you mm-hmm. know so I think it's important to tell people I always everybody who asks me about my book every time mm-hmm. I say you absolutely should right. if you have that idea yeah. in your head write that book right write that book because everybody has a story to tell and I mean yes. there's never a, <laughs> there's abundance of story everybody has their own personal experiences so it's gonna be different it's gonna be unique exactly and if yeah. you're like me yeah. there's always money to be made go and right. get that residual exactly. income I love because that. you're gonna yeah. need it yeah that's how i feel <laughs> that's how i feel in life because and, and we're giving so right now eventually you know i don't know how many people will be listening but if mm-hmm. they listen you know and this is something that it relates to anybody in the world right it's not right. just like anybody that might listen they, they can relate and learn from it yes um so i want to talk about that we t- you, you touched on like Growing up, your mom like oh, instilled yeah. in you the belief that you can do anything. That's a beautiful thing, right? Because oh, yeah. not everybody has that. Now, you know, there's kids out there that maybe don't have a parent or they don't have a parent that, that works so much and they aren't really around. Or maybe right. their parent grew up in an environment where they don't have belief in things, you know? Right. So they're going to teach what they think and what they learn, you know? So unfortunately, that's why it's good to have stuff like this or mentors or people yes. that they can see. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. My parents... Are, we're not raised so much different than me, uh-huh. um, but I think that, uh, you know, when you have kids, and I don't have kids, so I'm right. just speaking on the daughter perspective, Got when it. you have kids, you always want to do better for your kids right. than what you had. Mm-hmm. So for me, who had two parents who had, like my grandparents were great, like, I, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I did, I was raised by two people who did it. Uh, believe in boundaries they didn't Mm. believe in um no my parents did not believe in no like uh -uh. Mm. i remember once um i was trying to get into this um this event Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh (laughs) and um, i could not get in and um the security guard was like no we're not letting you in Mm. you can't go right my mom does not believe in the word, no. Right. She went up to that security uh, guard and she was like, um, excuse me, you will let my daughter in here. Right. Um, and so in turn, I think that I uh, 
<laughs> definitely adopted her fiery spirit. Nice, um, nice. So I don't, I don't believe in ceilings. I don't believe in ceilings for right. students. I don't right. believe in ceilings for adults. I don't believe in ceilings for black people, white people, Asian people. Right. I don't care who you are. Right. Um, and so I think being raised in that environment, mm-hmm. uh, it helped a lot. Uh, Nice. Just in terms of who I am and what right. I can do. Yeah. I own two businesses. Who right. would have thought, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I didn't have... And how people, old are you now? 26. 26. All right. I mean, you're doing this oh, amazing yeah. at a young age. I mean... <laughs> two I businesses. Mean, yeah, and that's good. I mean, because like, people can listen like, man, I could do that too mm-hmm. at my age. Because you know, some people are like, oh, I'm too young. Right. I can't do that. Right. I don't got the experience. But that's why, man, I, I, that's great. That's amazing. Congrats on... Yeah. What businesses do you, I know this is one. So Raven the LLC is uh, actually a, a large umbrella to a multifaceted company. Um, and uh-huh. so it has three different branches to it. It has Raven the Reader, Raven the Writer, and Raven the Dancer. Oh, nice. Um, so Raven the Reader is obviously uh, my tarot readings. And All so right. what I do okay. is I do... Um, I do spreads for people who, you know, like if you're, you're, you need a little guidance, you're a little lost, mm-hmm. you... Um, you're stuck on your next situation. That's when people yeah. call me. And mm. I, I do pretense that with, I am not a future teller. Right. I cannot tell your future. Right. The only thing that I can tell you is things that you already know. Mm-hmm. That you have already came to me knowing that I just put on the forefront for you to mm-hmm. think about. Um, of course, next is Raven, the writer. Um, mm. And so I write children's stories, mostly children's stories. Not gauging the adult crowd yet, but mm-hmm. I have recently started to get into more of the middle school age. Okay. Um, which we can talk about because yeah. that's going to be really cool too. Right. Um, and so um, not only do I write, but I do um, I help people with their books. So if mm. you uh, if you did want to write a book and you came to me and said, hey, Raven, I really want to write this book. I'm going to tell you what I did, how right. I did it. I'm going to send you references. Mm. I mean, I don't ask for anything from that. Because, right. again, I think that everybody should have the ability to make residual income. Right. Um, and then That part. <laughs> exactly. Times are hard, okay? Right. Um, and then, of course, the last one being Raven the Dancer. Raven the Dancer is not... A company per se. Raven the Dancer is actually just who I am. Right. Raven okay. the Dancer is me. Um, to know me, and I know because you met me. Right. Um, to know me is to know that I'm always dancing. Nice. Always moving. <laughs> this leg is always right. in the air and I'm always twirling. Nice. Um, and so I, uh, when I was actually teaching at the K through eight, I was teaching creative arts. Oh. So I taught ballet, jazz, tap, hip hop, wow. and African to inner city K through eight students. Jeez. By the time oh, I... you're super talented, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, what haven't you done over here? Let Thank me see. you. Wait, I know, right? No, that's great, though. I mean, man. That's, <laughs> Thank you. you. Not only that, you're using your talents to do all these ventures and teach people yeah. and help people, kids, dancing, yeah. you know, giving them good information. Sorry for cutting you off there. Oh, no, no, no. I love ahead. it. Yeah. Shower me with compliments. <laughs> I love that. Right. Um, <laughs> mostly kids, only because, again, like being. A teacher in these K through eight schools, I see it. Right. I see it. Yeah. I've I had a student tell me once, uh, she had like six siblings. Right. She told me that her mother told her because she was the darkest of her siblings oh, that she right. was the least beautiful. Oh my goodness, that's so messed up, but Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Right. I went through that whole day just showing her 
beautiful black women. Right. Because you don't have that ceiling, no matter who puts it right. on you. I don't care if it was your mom or your daddy, brother. Yeah. You don't have that. That's great that you did that, because... That's that kind of thing I'll tell you about. Like people might not have it at home. They got bad influences, and then mm-hmm. somebody like you, I mean, as a teacher, and she looked up. And that to me, that probably meant the world. That's probably something she'll remember for the rest of her life. You know, because oh, yeah. things like that is, are important. Like especially when they're going through something deep within them, they're thinking yeah. they're not beautiful. Right. Especially when you have your parents telling you that. That's messed right. up. So. And then you know, I try to say, and I give a little bit of benefit of the doubt because you know there are so many families that are raising this just vicious cycle of emotional abuse mm-hmm. physical abuse yeah. mental abuse right again, emotional traumas and yes. stuff yeah and if I, I feel like if a kid can if in, in any capacity even if it's if it's reading the book if it's taking one of my dance classes even if it's sitting down and talking to me right. um you should feel like by the time you finish talking to me yeah nothing's impossible nothing's ever. impossible ever man yeah, that's it's pretty great. So let's all right. So your school. Let's talk about you said teaching like elementary. Yes. To me, I, I remember working with kids. Like kids are so, I mean they're they're so innocent and they're so they want to absorb like information and and so that's when they get the most. Like we're, we're that's when they're really like someone like you can give them good like uh, influence. Some how long did you do elementary? So I actually got my first teaching job when I was ten. Wow. From my mother. Um, okay, okay. My, I come from uh-huh. a line of bosses, okay? I really, really do. My right. mom, she's going to kill me for saying this. My, my okay. beautiful mother has right. three left feet. Not two, but three, okay? <laughs> okay. And so uh-huh. it was her passion and her belief uh-huh. in me that nice. led her to open a dance studio. My mom told me nothing about dance. Oh, you opened the studio? Your mother opened the dance studio, really? She did, when I was 10. Um, And she hired teachers that she felt would put my career where it is. um, So I ended up teaching there until from age 10 to age 17. Mm. Um, After that, that's when I went to college. I started college when I was 17. I ended up, I have a lot of teaching experience. I ended up teaching in college. Really? Um, dance. Nice. Uh, I taught for multiple student organizations. Wow. I also was, I also performed at my college graduation, which I thought was really cool. Jeez. Yes. I got right. the dance on. I, I saw some of your, uh, well, because like I said, I was doing a little research. I'm oh, going yes. through. I went to your, you know, your um, Raven, uh, the dancer. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, let me check. I'm like, oh my goodness, she's so good. Like you're, you know, uh, was it ballet and doing other things? Yeah, I'm ballet, like, wow, jazz, like, that's something that takes heels, hip hop, point. Oh, jeez. Okay. How did you, I mean, it takes, well, first of all, you know, you worked on your skill and you got good at dancing, but how did you get the confidence and to be able to teach people, especially starting at 10 to 17? I mean, because a lot of people can't get in front and, you know, scary or nervousness or how did you get over that? It was. Oh, y'all gave me the bread and I'm all real hard today, huh? I mean. Well, so, um, so it actually came. It actually Uh, came when I was 10 and I was mm. diagnosed with scoliosis. Mm. Um, And so the crippling point of scoliosis is 75 degrees. I was at 73. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. You said the crippling? Yes, you're considered legally crippled when your spine is 75 degrees curved. I was 73% curved. Oh, wow, okay. Yes, and so um, I was told that I was never going to dance again. Mm. It's not a thing. However... Mm. I have parents that don't believe in ceilings. Mm-hmm. So 
after my surgery, I think mm-hmm. I was I was twelve. It was twelve mm-hmm. after my surgery. Um, they told me uh, six months. No, they told me a year. They said you can't dance for a year. Oh, I believe. Okay. I think after three months. I was back in that studio. She wouldn't let me dance, but I was back in that studio. I was watching because I was like, by that fifth month, Mm -hmm. I'm going to know everything. I'm going to do everything. Oh, nice. I think think when you have the thing that you love the very, very Mm -hmm. most about to be taken away from you, that was absolutely where I got the most confidence. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, after that, the doctor tells you you can't do something, you end up doing it. Right. You're like, I can't, nothing can hold me back. The limit does not exist. (laughs) I didn't didn't overcome some stuff they told me I wasn't, and now, like, no, okay. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have those parents who, Mm -hmm. when I was in my room all sex, I can't do anything, they Mm -hmm. literally kicked me out the house. They were like, go be with your friends. You Mm got to go. Oh, yeah? Um, And so, you know, like, not being able to wow, I never had that. I didn't have that. Like, go be sad for yourself. My parents were like, boss it up. What are you doing? Uh (laughs) Go be better. Go do better. Right. And so I did. I love that. I love that. Thanks, I owe mom. Them a you lot. got a great mom. <laughs> I owe them a lot. They'll never hear me say it. <laughs> right. <laughs> she heard you say it just now. No, I'm <laughs> so, uh, man, that's amazing. Like, Thank I love you. that story. Like, especially like, and so that when you were twelve, like that just changed your like whole perspective. Perspective, and yeah. so that gave you confidence to. From then, you're like, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. I can get in front of y'all, teach y'all. Mm-hmm. Like now, I mean, you have so many years of experience doing that. I'm, I mean, lots um, and lots of years. Right. Where do you find the time, or where do you see yourself? Like, I don't know, focusing on going forward. You kind of do a little bit of each right now. I do. So, you know? um, since I moved here. I've mostly been more into music videos and concerts. Uh-huh. Um, I think just because that's what the market kind of warrants. Uh-huh. Although I do still teach at mm-hmm. studios, I do pop up classes or oh, okay. I will do uh, what's called an intensive, mm-hmm. which is just like hours and hours of beating down dancers with turns and leaps and kicks and making them sweat. And that's my favorite. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, I also am starting, I have not yet. Um, but towards the fall, I will be starting an adult class. Okay. Um, and so I will have um, modern classes, hip-hop classes. I'll do heels classes. Um, I do want to do, like, you know, stretching. I just mm-hmm. want to make Raven the Dancer an Atlanta household name. Cause mm. you do, and I'm not bragging on myself. I'm really hey, I not. mean, you got to toot your own horn. You know toot, I mean? toot. Because you cannot go to Pittsburgh <laughs> you know? and not hear Raven the Dancer. You're going to really? hear. Yes. There's oh. no way that you can talk about the Pittsburgh dance scene and not mention me. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. that's so bragging. It didn't mean anything. I mean, you know, I'm in front of somebody that's like, well, no, I need to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, you know I know Raven the Dancer, right? Okay, because they're going to be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> And then like, they're probably yep. gonna tell you she's crazy because she is, but she's crazy. Right, aren't we? All, aren't does. we all like? I mean, we all got some craziness or some something, something. I don't know. Absolutely. But and so you yeah. know, I would like that name here mm. in Atlanta. Right. I want people to say, "Oh, I want Raven the dancer." Mm-hmm. And even now, um, I do get booked to travel back to Pittsburgh to perform, and I enjoy that because, right. like, again, residual wow, income is yeah. the way to go these days. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have so many different things going, you know. Residual income is amazing. Oh yes. Um, that's something like I love talking about 
entrepreneurship and residual income and thinking a different way. I think the pandemic, like, I mean, that's a lot of people had to realize, like, okay, this nine to five job, that's good. Mm -hmm. But when they're in control and now they got to lay you off or all that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. I mean, now you're like, man, if something like this happens again, you know, you got to start thinking, oh, I got to figure out some other ways to have income, some, whether it be online Mm -hmm. or doing some other things that you control, even if it's like, I know people like, oh, I'll at least do Uber, you know, because I can control that myself. I can, Mm -hmm. anyway, but something like that. But Agreed. Because then what's, what happens the next time they, they, we shut down and they don't give us unemployment. What happens then? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's scary, but it's important to really really acknowledge those things because unless you do you're people who what, what what's the quote people who uh don't recognize their history are doomed to repeat it mm-hmm. right uh-huh. yeah. i didn't have residual income the first time but next time we shut down i will mm-hmm. <laughs> you will i mean especially <laughs> doing all these things you know your book this and that that's gonna be your know, residual and oh, yes. the more the word gets out you know that's something that is you know people can always go in there and buy like right and you make that money um why are you sleeping? You know, this is a great one that exactly. somebody, you might be two in the warm. So I'm like, oh, where did you want me buy this? You know? Exactly, you know? And, you know, even me, like, doing this, I overheard you talking about it. I was like, oh, let me go, you know, and I'm, I'm on support. Like, yes. I'm like, I'm all about, like, any people doing anything, write a book. Yes. And I wanna, I'm like, oh, okay, let me get this. And you know? I am genuinely, genuinely humbled by that. Right. It, it, it really does mean a lot. Um, so thank you for buying my book. Yeah, thank you're welcome. You for seeing it. Yeah, I, I heard you say. I heard you say like if you buy the book, you'll sign it. So I mean, oh, <laughs> I got <guess, laughs> I got a pen right here. So you know when we're done here, you know if you don't mind. I'm more know. than happy to. Yeah, appreciate that. I am because that way I'm gonna take the book when I go to Pittsburgh. Like, hey, I don't. Not only do I know her. Look at the, look at this right here. So like, <laughs> I do appreciate that. I'm definitely yeah, yeah. gonna give you the best signature I've put in that book. So far. All right, appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so earlier you had mentioned like we talked about elementary, and you had said something about middle school, and you want to do more with that, and you wanted yes. to come back to talk about that. So what was that you wanted to? Uh... <laughs> Rubs hands like Rubs bird the hands man. together. Yeah. <laughs> so my next book, um, I do again. I think that my books will always air on the side of divination because mm-hmm. I think that's just a big part of who I am. It's mm-hmm. um, a big part of what keeps me sane, mm-hmm. what keeps me happy. Right. So I, I can't even get out of my bed without journaling a good five pages. So without um, journaling five pages, yes, oh, okay, <laughs> literally journaling really? every day. Yes. Nice. And so um, my next book, I'm really, really very excited about. Um, I'm not entirely. Have you um, heard about the um, critical Crit- race theory? critical race theory? Yes, that <laughs> that's is- right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing. Um, yes. You know, that's an interesting topic in itself too. But uh, and so I am going to tackle it through middle schoolers. Uh-huh, that's through what the I'm book. going to do. Yes. Okay. Um, and so the uh, book is centered, of course, around a girl. Her name is Mitzi Blue. Uh-huh. Um, Mitzi starts school, and her and her friends are so excited, only to find that a lot of the things that they're hearing about in history class don't add up. Mm-hmm. Like, Christopher Columbus did not discover America. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> if people were already living here, right. how? How? <laughs> exactly. People were here. Somebody has already been discovered. Exactly. Hey, so, you know? And you ended up in Mexico. Yeah. And I came in your died. house and I found a quarter. I discovered this quarter this in your right. house. Thank exactly. Like, thank you. All right. It's like me taking your phone and saying, hey, mine. I'm like, no. <laughs> exactly. So. And so Mitzi, um, in a quest to find the truth, uh, these crystals because I this crystal on my neck uh-huh. I did not buy this crystal 
What did I see it? It's right. in Aquamarine Crystal. Oh, okay, nice. I did not buy it. It found me. Really? I found it literally on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been wearing it ever since. It's like my protection charm. Nice. Um, and so similar to that, Mitzi finds hers. And um, mm, what okay. she finds is that that crystal gives her powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, her and her friends all simultaneously find these random crystals that really? give them different strengths. Nice. Um, you have the genius boy, very mm-hmm. strong girl, mm-hmm. and then we have the other girl who can time travel. Nice. And so together they all go back in time and they uncover all of these secrets from Christopher oh. Columbus to George Washington to Abraham wow. Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson. And I think it's so important because, again, like we don't have that... Um, that celebrated history, but mm-hmm. we, our kids also don't have honesty. Right. How fair is that? Yeah. Um, and so I'm really just trying to um, tell these stories, these really, really scary, really dreary, dreadful stories in a way that can still make kids mm. understand. Right. But can make them feel like, oh, that superhero was so cool. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. they beat it. <laughs> And um, so that's what's next. I am right. working with some publishing companies to try yeah. and get that one. Um, and then, of course, I will still have some Delilah books coming very soon as well. Okay. Um, but my big project right now is Mitzi. Nice. I love the idea. Yeah. Just, it's, it's, a, it's an honest truth that kids need, no, no matter you're, what. You're right. No, I, I love that, that you're trying to tackle it like, or make a book for middle school kids that Hey, let me let me find another way to get this information to you. If they're they're constantly editing out these history books and right. and, and what they do teach us, you know, I remember it's just like a little bit of black history, but not that, you know. I had to go, you know, I went went to get my college degree, and then I mm-hmm. took some, you know, African American one and two, yes. and I learned so much more, like crazy stuff that I never learned in high school. That yes. I'm like, oh my goodness, like it made me like, you mm-hmm. know, that's the kind of stuff, you know. Of course, people they want to take it out because, right. you know, now. Me, when it comes to this type of stuff, like I always hear all kind of people like, man, you're supposed to know your history. Like, man, our history going back when the Christopher Columbus and people are telling their history. But then you want to take like, well, I want to take that out because that just makes it look bad. Like Mm -hmm. we're not like that anymore. No, wait a minute. We need to we need to (laughs) we need to know what happened. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you can't just not you can't just erase some stuff like, oh, Mm -hmm. don't worry about that part there. Right. Like we we are just erasing histories and peoples and like, let's Christopher Columbus. Sir, you met the Tainos. You weren't Mm. even in America. Right. You know. So <laughs> there's a lot of things and you know, a lot of kids don't get that college luxury. Right. Where will they Exactly, run it? exactly. Yeah, that's that is some crap. So yeah. um yeah, I was gonna say I, I remember meeting some guy, uh, I was on a trip to Florida or somewhere doing some job and I was you know, after work I went to a bar to have a sports bar, watch the game. And started talking with this guy and you know, uh, older white dude, he was head plumber. Anyway, some reason Somehow he got on the topic of critical race. They're all that oh, critical yeah. race theory. We got to get it out of schools. They're oh, poison. I'm like, hmm. and I'm the type that I love to hear. I'm like, okay, you know, I just want to listen. I want to learn, mm-hmm. and I want to hear your perspective. You know, I'm like, yeah. okay, so I mean, what's so bad? What is it? You know, I'm just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. act a little quiet. Just like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, so what's going on? So, uh, you know, what was so bad about it? You know. Yeah. Or what is it? You know, do you know what it's about? And he's like, I mean, well, you know, and he couldn't really break down. You know, that's what they say. I was like, well, where did you learn that from? Did did you read it, or did you go somewhere and they tell you the curriculum? Well, I don't know the curriculum, but they said I heard. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, all right. Oh, you know? yeah. Like but, those. Um, yeah. Those. Uh, oh, I'm making people mad. Like mm-hmm. those diehard questions that can't quote a, a verse to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no! Yeah, we should ban abortion. <laughs> Which Bible verse says that? Oh, Genesis. 
<laughs> they don't know. Right. Just talking. Just talking and just going by, oh, mm-hmm. man, it's going to, like, no. But I do I do remember when I was having that conversation, I listened to him for a while, and then I said, you do know, like, um, you know, I was like, I broke down. I said, you you understand, like, when I grew, when I went through high school, I said, I didn't learn a lot of, very much on my African-American history. Right. I said, I had to go to a college class, and I learned, like, a butt ton of history that yes. I never knew. I said, mm-hmm. so, you know, from my understanding, they're just trying to teach the history. Like, they're just exactly. trying to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? I know me, and I kind of broke down how having known our history is important. I said, you know your history isn't important. You know, you want right. to know your whatever. So right. I just kind of, you know, I just knowledge, I'm not, or logic, you know, I'm not coming at them like, oh, you know, you're, you're stupid. I'm not trying to argue and fight mm-hmm. with you. I just want to, like, let me let you know our perspective right. or where I'm, you know, and then maybe, mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening or you're, you know, comprehend, you can take that in. Or if right. you're just, like, hard-headed and don't want to listen, then that's you. And then, you know, I gave my two cents. Right. <laughs> but And then um, you take it. My monkey, but not my circus. You take it. Okay, wait, I like that. Wait, my monkey, but not my circus. Oh, my I like circus, it. Okay, <laughs> I might use that one. I like that. All right, all right. So, uh, so that's yes. cool with the middle school in the book. And what's that one called again? Or it's what is the character? Going to be called the marvelous Mitzi Blue. The marvelous Mitzi Blue. Look she out! Is marvelous. Look out, everybody, for the marvelous Mitzi Blue coming out sometime in the near future. Oh yeah, we're gonna have it yeah. by the end of the year for y'all. I promise. Oh nice, okay. nice. Gonna be looking for that. I'm definitely gonna order that one too. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a lot of work. I just mm. put a lot of work on myself, but it's okay. Well, I mean, hey, you know, talking into existence, and you, you already got the knowledge. You said you journal five pages every day, so you got the, you got the, the knowledge is there. You could that, you could probably do have that done quick. It's just following up, and you already got one book out, so you already know the process, oh, yeah. or at least you know what to go through. So, three years of journaling and etiquette school absolutely paid off. Wow. So, yeah, journaling school or I did etiquette oh, school. Etiquette school. Yes. All During right. etiquette school, I had to journal every single day. And oh. my charm school teacher would check the dates every single day as well. Check the dates? What's that? She would check the dates oh, check to the make dates. sure you journaled ah. every day. Oh, okay. Charm school teacher oh. was my mother. I'm oh. just letting you guys <laughs> no, know what now. <laughs> she was looking that way and I was like, okay, I, uh, I didn't know exactly who they were. <laughs> Oh my god. Mom made sure she journaled every day. That's that's a beautiful thing because most people don't writing really is a good thing. You mm-hmm. you gotta I mean, once you're used to doing it so much, like I remember people, you know, for instance, yes. I I joined the Navy and then once I started getting a certain rank, I had to write people's evaluations and I didn't mm-hmm. know how to write like write evaluations. It took me I had to learn while on the you know, um, yeah. and school didn't teach me not to really get good at it or, or something. But, Mm-mm. you know, I think it's just getting comfortable writing. Because yes. a lot of people, when I had to type college courses, I couldn't, it would take me a while just to get my thoughts on paper. Right. And I, I would just erase it like, oh, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. It took a while before I can just like, you know what, let me just flow with what I'm thinking. And then right. I'll go back and edit it afterwards. But the fact that you, you're, you've been doing that since you're a child. And so now it just flows easy for you. Or, you but know, I so. do. I, I think that you're absolutely right. I think yeah. the best way to write is I, this book was probably 30 pages when I started. It yeah. somehow got to eight. But, <laughs> right. you know, it's it's yeah. that you write what you right. see and what you feel and what you, you know. That's right. And then when you have it all on paper, yeah, you can make sense of what you see. That's right. Um, that's yeah. why they say words that you write become reality. Yeah. Because that's the truth. Right. Um, and so the more that I think, just like I say, everybody should have residual income. Everybody needs to journal. It's mm-hmm. very, very important just to understand who you are. Right. I've, I've worked out so many of my personal issues just by journaling. Mm-hmm. I think I can understand the world so yeah. much more when yeah. I can see it. You yeah, know? that is true because they do say, I mean, it's kind of therapeutic for yourself, too, because, okay. I mean, 
because you think certain things, but it's when you write it down, write down your thoughts, and then you read it back. For some reason, you can you get something different. You learn about yourself or yes, something. You know? Yes, I talk. I I journal about people that I haven't talked to in years. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's so therapeutic to be able to do that and go back yeah. and say, you know, this made me happier. This yeah. didn't make me happier. I mm-hmm. love this. I hated this. Or. I wish I could have done this differently. Mm. It helps. It helps me a lot of times realize yeah. I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. Right. I mean, I always got to apologize. I mean, a good thing. That's a that's a great thing because look, we're all we all go through stuff. We do stuff wrong. I'm all about like self evaluation. Like I'll I'll take every so often and just like okay, let me think through the things I've done in my past. Okay, what you know, whether it be failed relationship or failed this or something I didn't do right. Like what did I do? What was, what things did I do wrong? Did wrong? What could I learn from that? What could I do better? Just, learn. Just, we all make mistakes, and then we learn from it, and then we grow from it, basically. Right. You know? It is. It's just a life, you know? life cycle of learning and growing. Yeah, yeah. You really realize you don't know anything. Mm. And yet, and still, because you know you're the lot. only person you yeah. are, yeah. you know everything. Mm-hmm. You know? We're like snowflakes. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I like to... Um, I heard somebody say, like... I remember when I was younger... And it was certain things I wasn't as confident in when it came to speaking. Even like doing the you know, podcast, I was always like a real keep to myself person. I wouldn't be, I think when I first started doing this podcast, it was a challenge to me. Um, you know, I have another podcast that was like a basketball one. I got over a hundred mm-hmm. episodes of that one. Yeah. So when I first started doing it, it was one of those things that I, I remember I always thought I wasn't a good communicator. I couldn't speak public speaking and interpersonal communication. So I did it as a challenge to myself to get better. It's like, okay, take your weakness or something you think is a weakness and do, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna do a hundred episodes. And then I just started doing it. And then the more I did it, the more confidence I got in myself, you know? I would never and, have known because, sir, you are yeah. a pro. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I would think, never knew. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, like, just like with your journey. Like, you probably, when you first started, it probably might have felt, I don't know if it felt hard to you or difficult, but then, after so many times, you do it so many times, you just it starts to become yeah. you get confidence, and then it's not like scary to you anymore. Yeah, two sentences turn into five pages. Real yeah, quick. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it yeah. was a good. It was <laughs> <laughs> right. See? It was a good. Um, it was a good habit to adopt. In yeah regards, especially be in terms of self care, because I'm mm-hmm. huge. On self care, huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I wake up and meditate and journal. I will not leave my house until I have balanced my so- my right. chakras. Very big on it, and yeah. so to to have that outlet, I think is very important. Yeah, which is. is also dance. It's an outlet yeah, in that yeah. too, in that sense of just self knowledge. Yeah, I mean self care, like in 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 just dance is good for you in so many ways. Of like you yeah. know, okay, you're working out, you're getting. You know, it makes you, I mean, energy and, mm-hmm. you know, and mental health probably too. Because oh, yeah. it, it when I'm mad, helps you clear your mind or yeah. whatever, yeah. When I'm mad, studio. Sad, studio. <laughs> right. Happy, studio. Don't know what you're going to get out of it. Depends <laughs> on the mood. Hey, that's where art happens or that's where some, something exactly. great happens. You exactly. Know? It's, 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 it's really fun and freeing. In every in and in, in all of my companies are all very fun and free to me. Yeah, um, I I love to write. I love to write particularly towards kids. Mm-hmm. I love to read tarot cards. It's mm. my thing. I I I itch for it. Right. You know, I, I love to dance. There's not a single time that I'm not that I'm not dancing. That I'm not moving. Nice. I've been rocking in this chair <laughs> since <laughs> I sat down. That sounds your biggest passion right there. Of course, I'm you know since so you've been doing this as a child so. 
Yeah, I, I love that. Like, I, I mean, I know me, my passion used to be like bas- Lakers, basketball, yeah. whatever. But I, I know like basketball is my other thing. So yeah. when you're passionate, like, you're just like, man, I'd love to do it. You know, you, yeah, I breathe man, that thing. I breathe it. Yeah. I, there would be no Raven without that. There genuinely <laughs> the would not. Mm-mm. Cool. Uh, can I ask about the, you mentioned tarot. So I don't yeah, know much please. about tarot. Can you maybe talk a little sure. bit like what, I don't know, how do you use it? Do you use them every day or are you like, when you're feeling a certain way or are you just read for other people how does that work so for me personally um i do like to read my own cards i Mm -hmm. usually will read my cards if i'm feeling stuck Mm -hmm. um a little little known fact a lot of Mm -hmm. people do not know this when you uh frequently get tarot readings Mm -hmm. like say you call me every two days and you wanted a reading Mm -hmm. you're gonna get the same two cards (laughs) you're gonna get them they're just gonna get the same cards Uh um at the most i will try and do like once a month however there are times where i'm like universe i do not want you to tell me about myself right now okay <laughs> like i have not done a reading for myself in about two months because okay i know the universe is going to snatch every single edge i have out of my head right and tell me how wrong i have been lately right i'm not ready to hear it do you uh just with that like does that ever make you like like if you do do that and it kind of like you i guess it helps you know what's coming or yes in a way um I think a lot of the things that happen to us happen consciously, consciously, Uh I do. And so um, the thing thing that cards do is um, I don't actually have the cards, so I'm just going to talk about some of these things. Okay, appreciate Um, it. So for the world, okay, Uh so we have this tarot uh, card called the world. Mm -hmm. I believe it's... Yeah, it does say 21, the world, yes, at least by it, Roman. Num- I'm number. not good with Roman. Yeah, no, <laughs> no um, And so the world represents kind of your world. And so mm-hmm. um, usually when you pull that card, it's more so about um, adjusting what's happening with you, what's happening mm-hmm. in your world. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times, depending on what card it's next to, mm-hmm. it can either be um, an invitation to go and go explore, meet new people, mm. go, right. there's something there that you need to see. Mm-hmm. Or um, it could be next to something like um, a death card. And um, mm. a, death does not mean death, guys. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Death okay. means death right. means yeah. the end of something old. Okay. And right. so if you were to see... Time to close the door and open the next door. Yes. And so <laughs> right. if you're going to see the world and a death card together, that means that something in your world is keeping you from shutting that mm-hmm. door. You need to think very hard about what it is right. that you need to change. Right. Otherwise, you're going to be stagnant. Mm. Um, and so I realized that cards are a little scary in that regard. Right, but it right. really is just a wake-up call to your conscience. Like, right. you know what's going on in your life. Um, yeah. When I pull cards, I tell people, I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know you. Right. From a can of paint, I don't. <laughs> but I can tell you, um, usually if I do pull some Every time, I'm not gonna say usually every time. When I pull people's cards, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you knew that." Mm. I didn't. You knew. Oh right. I okay. just pulled your card to show you what right. you already knew. Um, mm. And so they go in um, phases. So tarot cards have what's called a major arcana and a minor arcana, mm-hmm. um, and then they also have just uh, what are general cards. There's right. twenty 
four general cards. Right. And those are like the world, the magician, right. the empress. Right. Um, and then you get into, you know, the queens and the kings. And um, a lot of those kind of just mean growth. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're in this very pivotal part of right. your life. You might be where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you could pull a card like a tower card. Tower mm-hmm. card means... Girl, you better run because I'm about to fall on your mm. head. Um, right. And just so in regards to that, um, I, I, you, when you're getting a tarot reading, you have to be very, very honest with your reader. Mm. Um, because if you were crying before you called me and then you tell me you've been happy for the last seven days, I can't pull you a correct reading. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> um, and so I think... Um, you got to be honest, like when you come, yes, okay. you do. You have to be your most, I think, there. A lot of people say the doctor, but that's not true. You go to your tarot reader, and you have to be your most authentic self. That's mm-hmm. where you'll see, that's where you'll see yourself, you know? Okay. Um, there's so much of who we are in the cards that we pull. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to believe it or acknowledge it or not, mm-hmm. it really is. It's like... Um, like saying, um, I don't have black hair. It's clearly right, right here, black with my hair. <laughs> right, right. I can't be blonde right. if I wanted to be. I'm not blonde. Right. And so, you know, you can say, oh, these cards don't, don't, don't resonate with me. They're not. No, it, it's you. This is you. Whether mm. you want to accept it or not, right. it's you. Um, don't take that to like general readings because if you see something on Instagram, that three is not your card. I promise it's not. Like people right. get on Instagram and they're like, oh, this person put three cards out. This one must be my destiny. It's not. That person don't know you. It's mm. not your destiny. Right. Um, I started getting readings from a personal reader mm-hmm. um, who taught me how to read. And then, of course, my late sister did a lot of also teaching me how to read tarot and mm-hmm. understanding crystals. And um, I even do, I do a little bit of crystal work too, like crystal healing. Okay. I do not do that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Too much work, too much work. Right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm pretty okay. lazy. But um, in terms of all of those kinds of divination works, I think when you come into it with your most honest and authentic self, you will get exactly what you're looking for. I did a reading for this guy once. I hope mm-hmm. he never hears this. I'm not going to say his name. Right, okay. Um, and uh, his cards were just like, doom, 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 doom. Mm. I, um, I told him, I said, I don't, I don't know you. My, this mm. guy found me on Instagram, just asked me to do his reading. I said, I don't know yeah. you. Whatever it is that you think that you want to do, mm-hmm. you should not do it. Don't do that. Okay. He is now in jail for killing his girlfriend. Wow. Yes. I told him don't do it. Like, it's, it, hap- well, it happened last year. I mean, it happened like not too long after you talked to him Yeah, or something? Two, two, three days. Wow. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't know these people. That's I don't know crazy. your life. Yeah. But I do know yeah. whatever you're about to do. It's not right. a good idea. Wow. Um, and so, you know, when you, but he had the ability to come to me as his full honest self, as somebody mm. who was not mm. all trying to pretend to be perfect. And right. So I was able to warn him. Now he didn't heed my warning. Right. But yeah. I did warn him. Yeah, yeah. And so cards work like that. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, does, um, so you had to learn, uh, you know, like before you could be able to do it yourself, it's something you had to learn. Is it also, yeah. do you have to have a, a gift also already or is it, can anyone learn about it and be able to? Um. 
you know. There are many ways to find out if you're uh, inclined to divination. Right. Um, the easy ways, if kids really, really like you. Mm-hmm. I try, I've been trying to get away from kids since I was 10. Okay. You've been trying I'm to get away from kids? Yes, and somehow I'm okay. writing children's books, right? Okay. So kids obviously kind of like me. Yeah. Um, if cats really like you. Right. Um, my sister, she has cats just flock to her. Mm-hmm. They just go to her house. Right, You right, know, right. she ain't letting them all in, but, you know. Um, yeah. And then there's things like, um, there's certain times if you can hear a ringing in your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that that's kind of a mark. Uh, there's different kinds of palm signs that say that you're kind of a mark. I say anybody can get into divination mm-hmm. if you want to do the work. There are so many decks. There are so many different um, styles. Like, um, for example, Queen of Swords is that's what it's called in a regular deck mm-hmm. but if you go to say a, a native american heritage deck uh-huh. it's gonna be uh the queen of blades oh, it's not okay. the same yeah. um and so to get into divination is to get into all of these different terms and all of these different definitions but you feel it it makes you feel so liberated mm-hmm. in the sense that um I am one of those people. I really do believe that you're one with the universe. Oh, yes. um, and so I think that tarot and um, crystals and everything, it really does, it, even journaling, it, 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 mm. it, it, it gets me closer to the universe. Mm. You know, there are times where, honestly, believe it or not, listening to gospel music will get me closer to the universe. Okay. Um, I will sit and... Um, Kirk Franklin it up, okay, Pamela <laughs> nice. Man it up. Nice, nice. Because it's, mm. it's, it's, it's about your relationship with the world. Mm. And so if, you know, if, if tarot reading brings you that relationship, you should try it. Mm. Um, I don't think that you should just go into it. Because one mm. thing about tarot is if, don't go buy your own card deck. You have to be gifted a card. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, but oh, okay. it's not to say that you can't learn. There's a million videos on YouTube, uh-huh. you know, or, you know, you you say that you're interested and somebody will get you a deck because if you're interested, the universe grants, uh-huh. you know. Is that what, so you say you have to be gifted a deck. Someone has to give you. Yes. So mm-hmm. in custom, your first deck is gifted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's. It doesn't have to be like this whole big ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, like for my sister, when I gave her her first tarot deck, it mm-hmm. was actually my old tarot deck. And um, what I she didn't even ask for it to be honest. What happened was is I just I seen the I seen the universe working through her, and she had this this light about her, mm-hmm. and um, I really wanted to like foster that light, like mm-hmm. you know, and so. She was really excited when she got it, and she's right. actually really good at it. Yeah. She will not pull that deck out often, but mm. she's really good at wow. it. Um, and I love to do readings. I love to do readings for people. I do them by appointment, usually like once or twice a week. Nice. It's very fun. Right. And, you know, people gain a lot from it, and I think I gain a lot from the ability to help people navigate mm. their world, mm-hmm. you know, just like with kids. I, yeah. I, I help children to navigate, but adults need help too. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody needs a little help. Yeah, everybody. And so, you know, it's, it's my way of contributing to the world. Right. 
I, I mean, absolutely. You sound like you're helping a lot of people. You really are. Like, you're, man. So we've talked about a lot of good stuff here today. I mean, I, thank you for, you know, letting us in on, okay, your book, how, you know, the process goes and writing it. Because I think a lot of people can learn from that. I learned a lot just from, you know, you know and, and just like anything, I know people get discouraged. Things take a long time. But if you just keep going and, you know, just keep doing it. And the next thing you know, you got a, it's out. You got a book. And yes. your, your, you know, your accomplishments are... You know, you got some some tangible thing to show for, you know, all that hard work you did. Yes. You know? It's beautiful. Every time I see it, I can't believe it has my name <laughs> on it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's spell right? Nah, it's me? <laughs> Crazy. That's you. Yep. And talking about your dancing, your passion, you know, inspirational story. I mean, like when you went through that trunk, that, the, you know, the thing when you were 12, you know, um, uh, surgery. Your surgery. Yeah. I mean, and that, how that's opening up your, opened up your thinking and your world and just being yeah. able to just like, you know what, let me... You know, let me just, nothing's too, nothing. I can't, nothing I can't do. In and, the words of my favorite, Blue <laughs> Ivy, I ain't never seen a ceiling in my whole life. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> never seen a ceiling in my whole life. I like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Man, where can people get, uh, you know, like if people, because I know you're, you know, you're doing readings, you, you, you dance lessons, you're all this. So where can people find or get in touch with you to figure out and get, you know, or any of those things? So I do have a website. Mm. Um, it is www.raventhellc.com. Mm -hmm. You can use that website to buy my book. It gives you a direct link to Amazon. It also gives you a direct link to the Mariah app, which I suggest mm -hmm. for any um, people who like to support Black-owned businesses right. because the money goes directly into the owner's pockets. Nice. Um, I also do have Instagram. My um, writing page is Instagram is Raven the LLC. My dance page is Raven the Dancer. You can book Raven the Dancer through the email address on the Instagram page. Uh -huh. um, and then for tarot readings, you can also book those through the website or through Raven the LLC's Instagram page. I always respond within like an hour. <laughs> Um, and then again, the book itself, if you're just interested in buying the book, you can get it on amazon.com. It is $19.99 for a paperback version, but it is $9.99 or free if you have a Kindle subscription for e-reading. Mm. And then of All course, right. again, you can get it from the Mariah app on, um, Android or smartphones. Nice. Nice. Thank you. You know, I, I a lot of people are going to be reaching out, hopefully, you yes. know, <laughs> let me read um, you. Man, like I really appreciate this good conversation. Thank you for like sharing everything and joining me here today, and um, telling me about your life, you know, and story. Thank you so so much. This is my first first podcast. I'm so excited. Nice, nice. I'm really excited. I'm, I was so happy to be able to have you. Um, anything great? Any last thing you'd like to put out there in, in, into the podcast world? Yeah, I want you all to know my mom is sitting here real silent, <laughs> quiet, right. smiling her head off. Um, <laughs> I also want you guys to all be on the lookout for Raven the Dancer and those new books because they are coming very, very soon. And listen to this podcast because it is amazing. Man, <laughs> well, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, you do have an amazing mom. Thank you, mom, for joining us. She's quiet over here, but she is here, so I'm present, so that we do appreciate that. <laughs> So um, that's going to wrap it up. The Business of Life episode number six with Raven Reed. Um, you know, so talented, so talented. I can't even sum it up. There's so many things. She's super talented. But thank yeah, you. thank you for joining me. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that.